you literally see the umpire get up, rip off his mask, and start walking over to the dugout. The manager gets out of the dugout, and they're putting on their masks. They're about to put on their masks and everything, and then all of a sudden, um, they're standing six feet away and yelling at each other. I'm like, this is baseball now. I don't know what love tastes like. Hailing from the caves of Northern California, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. I taste freedom in my mouth. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Real WTH Show, episode number 36. I am one of your um, ma- magnificent, I almost said magnificent, magnificent host, Tommy. I'm joined here with Wilson, the excellent, I guess. Wilson, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I can't believe we're at, what number did you say? 36? It's it's 36, but technically it's It's, it's like higher. 55. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually, yeah. it, judging by my notes, 56 total episodes we've done look at including, that including breakout shows so yeah we're doing good you know even you know we weather the storm we have life you know gets thrown at us and we're like you know what we're gonna keep on trucking we got this just keep, just keep going just keep on going don't even be scared yeah so how's it going man how's your week going um what's new i mean i'm good got some stuff going on but we're dealing with it you know yeah yeah, yeah. You didn't get the Kung flu, right? Not yet. We'll see. One thing do, that I do know that you got, okay, and this was not pre-planned, was you and I apparently got the same memo because we are wearing the same exact shirt right now. Exactly. Yep. Right yeah, there. Right there. I'm look. no hero, but I've walked beside a few. And guess who I've walked beside? You, my friend. You're my hero. Well, I wore this shirt for you. Oh, you did? I did. You're, 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 you're such a good guy. Yeah, I'm not even gonna attempt to do the uh, the little uh, record scratch thing. On oh, that. that reminds me. Speaking of like your little sound clip there with music and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Thin Line. They're doing their trivia again. '80s movies on Friday night. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. It. Uh, and I got a preview today. It's gonna be a good one. I I, pur- I think they're purposefully. I can't even talk they're, to it purposely. They're, they're trying to get you there. Yeah, they're like, next we're gonna do famous drummers. Yeah. Or or horror movies. You know, sound movie soundtracks. I'm like, oh gosh. Oh, there uh part of part of eighties movie trivia is soundtracks. So oh, you would man. you would nail all of them. Trust me. I I I made the 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 soundtrack with Scott today for what he's gonna play. So Oh, you, I know oh, all the questions. Do they play it like audible and you guess it? Well, he, he he's going to play it in the background as he's asking the question, like giving background on it, saying blah, blah, blah. This this was used in this movie in 1983 um, as a soundtrack or whatever. 
Okay. Yeah. Do, do you... that, that's only part of it though. He has other questions that are, you know, just straight questions. So is it, is it like Jeopardy? Do you have to answer in the format of a question? What is Top Gun, Alex? Yeah. Oh, Berlin. Okay. I already know that one. Yeah. Yeah. See, don't mess with me. My biggest fear is that I would talk a big talk and I would go there and there will be some guy in the crowd who lives in his mom's basement who and knows literally everything. knows more than me and I'll look like an idiot. That's my biggest no, fear. No, I, th- I think you'll do good. And uh, these nights have been really good for them. They're, they're, they're killing it right now. Are they? Know? Okay, cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't make any promises. <laughs> um, I do want to go. Out. I, I, I've always wanted to do those trivia things. I think they're, they sound like a lot of fun. I, a, I think it'll only last like half an hour. So if you can get a half an hour, I could probably well, do that. 45, you know, driving there and back. Do you know what time but it starts? I think 630. Well, that's not bad. But they ask you to get there a little bit early, like 615 or so. Okay. Yeah. And do you have to order food and a beer to sit out there to do you it? You do. You do. You do? Okay. Yeah. No, I could order food without a beer. But right? it's, it's pizza, I think, isn't it? I don't know. But I could order food without a beer right uh i think so that should okay. yeah yeah or if i order a beer i could just do that that cool thing that they do where you pay it forward type thing and just say like i'll take a water so i just i just sent this picture to my let's see if i can do this without showing the name i sent this picture to my buddy i got some thin line beer for him okay see that a good old 12 pack there you go. And then and then he sent me uh oh. There Captain we go. America. Yeah. I said, I got I got some gifts for you. Oh, there we go. I see it. Yeah. 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 He sent me Oh, look at that. It's like a little it's a it's a gif or a gif, whatever you call it. Yeah. I said gift, but he sent me a gif. Oh. Yeah. Should I be jealous that you're talking to some other guy? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> I mean no, I mean, that the, that guy actually he really wants to come on the podcast, and I think it's going to be a very very good podcast when we do it. <laughs> like I was gay when you that, punched that's me. That's the one. That has nothing to do with what we're yeah. talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was perfect timing for that one. Um, yeah, but that's going to be a good one. Yeah, that we we've I mean, actually spoiler alert. We're we're going to do a conspiracy theory and and. It's going to be a doozy. It is because I, he has opened my eyes to some things. Speaking of which, I was listening to a podcast today that you recommended that I listen to. Uh, Definitely not safe for the kids, um, but there was a UFO episode and I was like, I found myself like working and then just staring off into the distance going like, well, I wonder, and then uh, what? You know, I just kept like asking like, all these questions myself, yeah. like trying to figure it yeah. out. Like but, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole tonight to try to figure this out. So the one thing that I took away from that. So the guy, his name is Stephen Greer. I think Dr. Stephen Greer used to be an ER doctor, right? But he was, he was on the podcast and um, the podcast you're talking about is Aubrey Huff off, or the, off cuff. the cuff with Aubrey Huff. Yeah. Um, and Aubrey Huff, he's, he's a, proclaimed christian i mean he, he he's he's rough around the edges but he's a good guy he's a texas uh, boy 
with yeah, a mouth. Let's just say yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, with a mouth. He he's got a sailor's mouth. But he he proudly proclaims his his faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um but the way he put it, he he said at one point, like, do you think that this could be like people meeting spiritual beings? And yeah, the, I was I was doctor, really shocked when he said that. I was kind of cool. Yeah, and the doctor guy says that could be the case for some of them because traveling uh, four thousand light years, you know, you you can't just do that. It takes four thousand years to do that, you know. Yeah. So he said they have to travel through a separate plane to get here. So you know, it it could be. So I I don't know. It leaves a lot of open into stuff, and we'll get into that when we it's get fun. to it's that fun. episode. It's fun stuff that makes your brain think more outside the box. Um, yeah. Because I can't definitively say what people see. Oh, that's an actual extraterrestrial. Or, I mean, more than likely, it's military weaponry, like like planes and stuff that's new. But, yeah. like, I, I don't have the answers for it. But it also, it's kind of cool to make you think. Yeah. Um, like, I was watching... Um, unsolved mysteries and there's a uh, ufo episode on there the new one or the old yeah the one? new one yeah and okay. that one was pretty cool because basically i think it happened like a 1970 something this lady on the east coast saw like these bright lights on the east coast in her area and then then they went away and then like a few hours later someone south of her and they, they all saw the same thing and it went all the way down to like tennessee or something like that and they all saw the same thing. And, and then they, years later, they all kind of talk about it, but they don't know each other. But they have the same story? But they all have the same story. Wow. They all saw the same thing on that same day. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It just makes you think, you know. I love those. I mean, I'm not a, like one of those freaks that's just like, you know, I'm listening to Art Bell or George Norrie, Coast to Coast AM. But when I worked graveyards, when I was doing security, I would put it on because it was entertaining. Like, because yeah. you get some people calling up, like the listeners, and some of those people, they might need to be locked up, but they are entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it it was an eye opener for sure. Yeah, that really got me going. And um, but with the, there's even more than that that I've gone into with with this guy I'm talking to, and mm-hmm. it it's going to be a good episode. Might not be safe for the kids. He he's he's definitely an Aubrey Huff type that we'll, has a mouth. We'll put, we'll and put a disclaimer we'll try, on it. Yeah, we'll we'll try and edit as much as we can, but I can't we'll, guarantee anything. We'll, we'll bring out the the handy spaghettios yep, on the on that like episode. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, did you get the text I sent you the other day about the two episodes? Um, on yes, conspiracy. Yeah, listen to those ones. Those are pretty interesting. Yes. So I'll I'll have to listen to those because I'm all caught up on Aubrey Huff. Um, I still got a little bit left on Scrubs to yeah. catch up. But yeah. I'll listen to those for sure. Cool. Well, before we get into our world famous segment, um, I also have been watching, I watched this show the other night um, called, it's a documentary on Netflix. Um, I believe it's called Athlete A. And it's about the uh, Amer- USA uh, female gymnasts and that whole thing that went down with that um, doctor guy. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was I mean, you obviously you don't see anything, but hearing those stories, dude, it is rough. Dude, that guy, he had something like 200 victim statements in court. Dude, 
dude, it was, I think it took three days to get through them all. Yeah. Um, that guy is a son of a bee. Like he needs to be Epstein in that gel. He's, he's a piece of crap. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. No, he got convicted. He did? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he convicted. should then. Yep. Um, and then uh, on that same kind of note, I watched a show on Netflix with my life. It's a series called Unbelievable. Um, it's, I mean, we've been on this kick of uh, watching some pretty depressing stuff. Um, oh, no. But basically, this girl gets raped and um, she, you know, tells the police about it. But then the police kind of like are like, are you sure, you know, you got raped and everything? And then, and so then she started second guessing herself. Spit on your grave. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, that was a brutal movie. Um, Both of them. Yeah, you could thank Sosa for making me watch that one. Um, but uh, basically, she recounts her story, says, no, it didn't happen because she just wanted it to all go away. And then she ends up uh, saying, no, it really did happen. And then they filed her with a uh, false report. And then slowly more rapes happen in different jurisdictions and then they kind of it's like a um thing where they all the different agencies are working together to to find out who this guy is but it was pretty pretty good and then last night we started the new um i don't want to say new i think it's been out for a little while but i'll be gone in the dark it's the it's on hbo max it's the uh the documentary based off the book by Michelle McNamara, who wrote the book about the Golden State Killer. And oh, okay. So it's pretty cool seeing the video because literally, like, they drive down my street. <laughs> I'm like, hey, they're <laughs> drive by that every day. Have um, you seen uh, the Murder Mountain documentary? Oh, one about Humboldt. Yes. Uh, yeah, creep me out. Don't make a wrong turn up there. Yeah. So apparently, Humboldt has the most missing persons out of any county in the whole United States. Also has the and highest pot growing farms, right? It does, which ties into the story. Yep. Um, but I actually met someone who he was an officer in Humboldt County and his wife was an investigator there. And she like her main focus was murder mountain. And, wow. uh, yeah, I got to talk to him for a while and, uh, he actually said some of the stuff on the documentary is untrue, but he said a lot of it is. So it, it was like little nitpicky things that were untrue. Right. Where he was like, oh, they just did that for TV, you know? Right. But well, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good, good show. What's funny is, is uh, there was like this, I guess this, uh, this podcast I listened to called criminology and, two of the guys, one of the guys I actually know, the other guy, he's just the, one of the hosts, but he's, he's been search, like doing research on a golden state killer as well. And then there's like a, some sort of like a, uh, I don't know it wasn't another documentary, but it was like, I think it was a documentary, but it wasn't the one I'm watching. And a reporter was talking to someone and uh, they showed like the text messages, but they never credited the person who he is texting. And then um, the, podcast I listen to that guy's like yeah that was me why didn't they just ask me for permission to use my name that was me and then he uh -huh. like he like screenshots like his text he goes see that was me I'm like oh that's kind of cool that you're on there um but yeah it, it's uh it's just the first episode and it just creeps you out I mean just seeing like you know one knowing how close it was to where I'm living granted I didn't live here during that time I wasn't even born 
but just the things that could be happening around you and you don't even know about it. Yeah. And the fact that he was a cop um, and it took them so long to find him, dude, it just, it creeps you out, but it's very interesting. And we got to start watching something a lot more happier real quick. My wife is cooking something right now and it smells fantastic. So I feel like I, I can smell it through. The so if I, if, if I stop talking just a, <laughs> that's what it is. I smell garlic and me and garlic. Oh, we good. We good. Oh yeah. Oh, but you know what else is good? Our world famous segment. Our world famous. Hey, let's see if we can nail it this time. Are you ready? Here we okay, go. It's go. gonna be our uh, beers and cheers. That was, man, that I was perfect. Nailed, I think we nailed it. How did we do that? I, think, I don't know. I think you figured something out on your computer or something. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not quite sure. I don't I mean, know. I don't know either. I mean, that will make you get the wood. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good oh man apparently you have two on me I thought you yeah. only had one <laughs> yeah well i'm not really running a soundboard right now I'm, I'm running i'm basically playing the files as they are until i figure it out which is totally ghetto but it works so but yep we got our beers and cheers today um we got a couple uh pretty cool cheers coming at you yeah. but um let's start with the beers um wilson you got a good one for us today yeah, so actually today, right now, I'm actually drinking a Thin Line again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, it's the Murder Hornet just because it's a wonderful beer. I mean, I I, I want to – I don't remember what I rated it, but this one's close to a five. The more I drink it, the more I'm like, I, I love this. And I talked to uh, Scott about this at Thin Line today because he keeps going back – to his brewery when they're not open to get more more cans of this because he's becoming more accustomed to drinking it too. Um, so I, I, I really like this beer. It's very close to a five for me. But today, I don't have it with me, but I've tried it. Um, we're going to go back to a well-known brewery, and it's going to be Sierra Nevada which I actually spend a lot of time in that area where Sierra Nevada brewery is um, out in Chico. But uh, they came out with the 40th hoppy anniversary ale. And I got it in a, a, like a variety pack at Costco or Sam's club, but I tried it and it was actually a pretty good beer, a good all around beer. I'd say, you know, one, one where you're like, Hey, Let's throw a little barbecue get together type of thing that you're not supposed to do right now, but you do anyways. Um, yeah, bring that beer to the party. And I, I think most people. F and A, Yeah. No joke. Um, but it, it's, it's a really good all around beer. I mean, it's got the hoppy flavor, but it's also, you know, subtle. Um, I really liked it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's somewhere around like 6.5% alcohol, so it's not too heavy, and it's it's not too light, but it's a good beer. I liked it a lot. I give it I give it a 4.25. 4.25? Yeah. Which, is that, is, what, is that what I told you? Nope, you told me 4. Yeah, I'd give it a 4.25. I don't know if I could edit it. <laughs> okay, it might say 4 on untapped. Because that's what I told him. Give it an extra little. Oh, edit this check in. Let's see if I can do top 
oh, oh, hold on. This is in real time, folks. Real time, oh, 4.25. Change. Boom. Consider it done. You Got know, it. I was just looking on here. I don't have a, oh, Murder Hornet. There it is. Uh, 4.25 on Murder Hornet. It, it. I think it needs to be up higher. Can you edit that one? Okay, so you wanted four, to. Four, seven, five at least. Four, seven, five on Murder Hornet. Yeah. Because the more I drink it, the more it's it's grown on me. Yeah, dude. I th- I think my favorite beer that Thin Line has done though is still the Black IPA. That's a yeah. great beer. The uh, how long ago did we do that one? Was that the five? Was it a five? You gave one a five, right? I I don't know. It it was a good beer. At least a four point seven five. It should have been. And this one you're drinking right now, that one was called what again? Which one? The 40th anniversary? Hoppy anniversary. Hoppy anniversary, yeah. And I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going on with my phone right now. I just, you know, I'm just, whatever. I'll figure it out later. Yeah. But cool, man. Um, Yeah. So 4.25 on that guy. Um, I'm drinking something that I've had before, and it's tasty once again. In my relentless defender koozie, which is pretty oh, me, cool. Me too. I got that too, right, right there. Oh yeah, kabuya. It's um, again, our video has a lag, but you might not notice that because I haven't been putting up the videos yet uh, lately, just because um, we haven't gotten a whole lot of uh, traffic on there. So if you want to see the videos of this, go to uh, our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, oh, you got the, some aha. The real WTHO. Oh, you, you didn't see that? I saw that. You use as a quick little glimpse. I, little, I saw the aha, the, the half glimpse. of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the aha strawberry cucumber. Ooh. Yeah, it is refreshing. Is it's, it? Yeah, it's really good. doesn't taste like cucumber. Um, I, 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 I kind of like cucumber. Yeah, well, there was that uh, pepino one, which was the Gatorade. Uh, that's really refreshing. But oh, this, that's what you talked about. Yeah, th- this right here is uh, this is one of my wife likes the best. Um, so I mean, we have like literally right now like ten cases of different kinds, um, even of brands I've never heard of before. Because we see a brand, we just buy the whole case. Yeah, because uh, we go through it, but it's pretty good. Um, this one's up there for me um, with my uh, Trader Joe's blueberry lemonade. I'm going to give this one about maybe like a nine and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this one's up one. there for me. Yeah. Um, have, have you tried any Spindrift yet? Not yet. Okay. So I've right now, my favorite one, like out of all the, the, uh, what do you call it? Seltzers is Spindrift raspberry lime. Okay. Well, there was a tea one you told me about, right? Oh yeah, that's the half tea, half lemon. That one's pretty good. But Got there, to drink it warm. And there's no, you have to drink it warm. I mean, I liked it better when I didn't have ice in it. But yeah, weird. It it might taste good just straight cold if you keep it in the fridge or something. But I don't, I don't do that. I have them sitting outside the fridge, and oh, I grab man. them. See, I think that's why I hated Lacroix so much because at my church, we would have like these events for like the leaders. And I would I would go and they go oh yeah we 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 have like snacks and we have Lacroix and they're always warm I'm like man why would I want to drink like a warm carbonated drink 
I swear it changes it. Tastes, yeah, for the worse, you need you need to be cold. I don't and refreshing. know. I don't know because I mean, at work, I I throw like four in my bag of the sparkling water seltzer things. I throw them in there and I drink them throughout the day. So n- nothing that I drink is cold. And the the half tea half lemon one is good when it's not cold. Yeah, I'll try it. Uh, I've I've seen them at Targets and I go to Target like every day. So yeah, and you got to try the Aha uh, Apple Ginger. That, one's that one I see, I'll I'll pick up a case of that. Just as yeah. long, since you said it doesn't have that ginger taste to it, or a big ginger taste at least, then I'll I'll try it. Yeah, it's it's apple, but it's a little like spicy, you know, oh, just so like a little a, bit. It's like a like a like a hot apple cider almost, but cold. Yeah, it it gives you that little bit of burn from the ginger, but it's it, you don't really taste ginger; you taste apple. Okay, I'll yeah. give it a shot. Once yeah. I do that, then I think I would have tried all the AHA flavors at that point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, cool. Um, so, we had some cheers today. We have a – how many do we, we have? We got a few. We have we got I think, three, I think. Three, three today, I think. Yeah. Uh, you had one. I do, and it's it's close to home. Uh, go for it. You, you take that one. So we'll we'll post this on the Instagram, hopefully, if I get you the link. Maybe you have it too. Um, but up in El Dorado County, uh, we we just got a canine who is actually a lab. You think canine, and you think automatically German Shepherd. Yeah, yeah, the attack dog style, right? You yeah. know, Bel- Belgian Malinois, that type of dog. But Toby, he is actually, I think, a yellow lab. His name's Toby? Yes, that's his name. That was my little dude's name. I know, I know. And he has his own Instagram, TobyK9. I think that's all it is. Um, But he actually just made a bust on a trailer that he he alerted on. And it, it says in there, they tried to mask the scent of the drugs with extra packaging and also pepper. I had, I mean, I, I kind of looked into it. I guess pepper is, there's a myth that it throws dogs off, huh. but it didn't throw Toby off. And he alerted on this trailer and they opened it up and oh my goodness, there was a lot of marijuana in that trailer. And uh, apparently that trailer was supposed to go across the country from California to the East Coast and sell all that marijuana because it's it's cheap to do it here in California, I guess. And you can make a lot of money on the East Coast because, I don't know, growing environment, do you know? No. I, I have no idea. But for some reason, California is like a hot spot for I growing mean, marijuana. It, I mean... It could also be the labor to yeah, have that, the farms that's out here true. too. That's um, true. Because it's we have cheap a, labor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he made a bust on this trailer and I, I swear there's, there's hundreds, if not thousands of packages of marijuana, like just straight buds, hash oil. I mean, they go through it on the post if we can get it up on our, on our page, but yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, we'll talk to Betsy Ross about that. Betsy see, Ross, yeah, yes, yeah, see if we get her to upload Post that something. Yeah, um, yeah, and and he's also a dog that will also come to the jails 
up here in El Dorado. Okay. And yeah. He'll he'll be one to search for drugs in the jails. Oh, like do some uh, cell searches. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. So, good job, good job, Toby. Yep. Good job. Um, cool. Um, this one I don't know where oh, this is. What? What Wilson? It's it's here. It, all these are well, except for one. Yeah. What are you talking about? Which one? I'm talking about the one with the uh, CO. Oh, that one is in Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Up. Yep. Yep. So basically, um, you know, I could just describe the job to you because um, as a former CO, usually so, some gels, you know, you don't have a CO that's stationed in the pod. You have them looking out from afar, which is how mine was. I was never really, I was in it when we had to do inspections and stuff, but we were just how, hanging out. That's how a lot of the, the, smaller counties are yeah i think main big counties they usually have like a desk and you're in the pod with them yeah and you're also being overseen by like an overwatch tower at the same yes. time yes well i'm just gonna read this right here this is pretty cool um and this is probably our first uh time ever cheersing um inmates inmates yeah so um the our, our this one and the next cheers are basically to people who did the right thing um, who had a good conscience and they, they, they are not bad people. They made a bad choice more so with this story than the next one. Um, but I'll read this to you. It says we are deeply appreciative to these three inmates for the courage, determination and kindness they displayed when they came to the rescue of our deputy who recently suffered a medical emergency while supervising a jail housing unit. The inmates noticed our deputy appeared to be feeling poorly as he conducted his security procedures in the housing unit. Although they were locked in their cells, they kept an eye on him as he returned to his seat at the deputy desk, where he, where he lost consciousness and fell onto the concrete floor, splitting his head open. Um, the inmates, whose rooms were close enough to see what was happening, began pounding on their doors. Soon the entire unit was thundering with noise as many inmates... Um, um, uh, throwing noise as many inmates pounded on the doors, shouting for our deputy who lay unconscious and heavily bleeding on the floor. Our deputy later stated that while he did not realize he'd been unconscious, he became aware of what sounded like pounding drums and could hear inmates shouting his name over and over. He immediately thought an inmate needed help and somehow managed to rise to his feet and press the control panel to open cell doors. Three inmates rushed out of the rooms to render aid to our deputy who lost consciousness once again. The inmates sought help with the use of the deputy's desk phone and his radio. Their efforts were successful and helped and help arrived almost immediately. We're happy to report that our deputy survived the harrowing incident and is recovering at home until he can return to duty. These inmates came to his aid because our deputy, like most law enforcement officers, treats people with the dignity they deserve. These inmates had no obligation whatsoever to render aid to, the, to a bleeding vulnerable deputy, but they didn't hesitate. Many people have strong opinions about law enforcement officers and criminals, but this incident clearly illustrates the potential goodness found in them. That story, when I first read that, I was like, boom, right there. Um, you know, just, just that last line. They had no obligation whatsoever. And then the inmates rendered aid, um, you know, to, to him because they don't look at one uh, officer as like I say one bad officer because you know those guys were arrested so they had an arresting officer that they probably didn't like 
but they're not going to hold that against that deputy who's in there. And he treated them with respect. And that's one thing that I noticed that when I, when I was a CEO, like I, I, I was nice to everybody. I mean, granted there's a time and a place where you got to put on your big boy voice. And I had to do that, but uh, cause you can't be a pushover either. But at the same time, um, respect is earned. And so if I show you with respect, you show me with respect. Cool. We're, we're on the same playing field. We got this. And I love that story. And especially with like the uprising right now in Portlandia and all the other places, you know, and seeing these parents have their kids marching down the street with their a cab posters and F the police and all that. Like that's not solving anything right there. When inmates who are actually in a jail for an offense or haven't served their, you know, gotten to court yet for their offense who, you know, should be upset with the system right now are going to render aid and save this cop's life, man. I, I could only applaud and cheers you because I said it before um, many times I worked with a lot of inmates up there and there's a lot of them that were good people. They just made a mistake. I cannot name one person in my life who's never made a mistake, you know, and they, they just got caught and yeah. some of them the, just needed help. And the whole, cause I, I have a lot of friends who are with uh, sheriff's departments and stuff like that. Um, the one thing is you got to remember when you're a law enforcement officer, especially like when I was with state parks, um, you, you, you treat people with respect until they don't treat you with respect. You know, right. it goes both ways. Um, some, like you said, sometimes you have to put on your big boy pants and say, Hey, you're going to do this. Um, but as long as you're fair and you respect people as much as they need to be, they're going to remember that and that whatever kindness you show them, because it in law enforcement, when you're an officer, you're just doing your job, you know? You're, you're not the person that says, hey, you did this, so now I'm going to treat you like this. This is your punishment. Right. You're not that person. You're, you're, you're saying, okay, you broke the law. You're going to go to jail. The COs, okay, you broke the law. You're in jail now. But my job right now is not to punish you. It's, yeah. it's to make sure that you do your best while you're in here, and I try and help you do your best. And if you step out of line, I'm going to correct you, but that's it. You're, you're not there to punish the person. And you can see that in this story that, that this person, this officer was one of those people that treated these inmates with respect when he needed to. And when they stepped out of line, he probably corrected them, but they realized this, this is a guy that is fair and he, he knows his job and he's doing the right thing. Yeah, and it it's good to see this type of story come out, and especially in these times when when people are all up in arms about the police and everything like that. Like, it, you can even see like even inmates who are in jail help this officer when they had no reason to. Uh -huh. You know, they're in jail. That's not their job. They don't have to have to say, "Hey, this guy's down." You know, they could just sit there and wait. Right. And let what happens happens. But they decided to take a stand and say, you know, we're going to help this guy because, you know, he's probably been good to them. 
as much as he could in a, in the line of his his work and yeah it's it's just a great story yeah and and like you said like you know you you treat people with respect and there's been many times where i've had someone come in and they're yelling at me and then i brought myself right up to where they were you know with my voice and everything and my intensity and then they backed off once they back off i backed off too i didn't keep it there and yeah, we just yeah. and we brought it back down together and everything was calm yeah. But the second one person keeps it up there, and that person, that person, the one person is going to go go back up because no one likes getting yelled at. Yeah. So exactly. You know, <clears throat> as as law enforcement or in any in just in life, your your best tool isn't on your belt. It's your it's your voice. It, it, it's it's you know words. Your words have could do everything, and just by this deputy's actions, and probably by just maybe reaching out and showing that like, hey, I'm I'm not the Punisher your punishment is you can't go home, but I'm basically here to keep you safe and to make sure you're fed, you know, and then you do your time. I'm essentially here for you. If you need me for anything, you know, I'm a, your babysitter is what you are. And, and, you know, if you, you know, if, if he was, get, if one of those inmates was getting beat up, that same uh, deputy would go in there and, and help, you know, protect him and everything. So, you know, it was just cool seeing that circle of respect going and, um, I didn't read anywhere if any of the inmates got any sort of like uh, acknowledgement. I mean, no, they got acknowledgement, but any sort uh, of like on on police one actually, they they put an article about this whole thing, and it it it's cool to see because the inmates, all three of them, are standing there and they're like taking a picture. They're all in their oranges, you know, yeah, like, like what they wear, but they're taking a pic. You could tell, you you could see like these inmates are proud of what they did. Yeah. And it's it's good to see because I feel like that's that's part of the rehabilitation that jails are supposed to be, you know, and you it can is. see the pride in in their faces. Yeah, it's amazing what uh, just, you know, how how the rehabilitation process, because when you're working in jail, you literally see it because I've been there when they brought the guy in, seen him at his worst, seen him when he detoxed and whatever seen him when he went to court and then he served his time at the jail and he got released just the whole different process the whole spectrum yeah and granted i don't know if he reoffended, but you do see a completely different person um come in and then leave and and it, it's it's amazing that the the difference that a little bit of a timeout will do um yeah and like like i said i i love to see this type of story because you like you said, you see the progression and, and you see the relationship of like, it's, it's not what the media says where it's cops against people. Right. It's, it's, it's law enforcement working to make a better community. And that's what this shows. Exactly. And then we got one more. We do. Do you, do you have this pulled up or do you want me to read it? Do you got it? I don't have it pulled up, but I, I think I got some commentary on it. I okay, got I'll, little, I'll read this a one. A little inside info on it. Okay, cool. This one's local to us. Yeah. Um, it says, this morning, Plasterville Police Department stopped with a... Uh, not, with, not this morning. Sorry, this, this is a screenshot that I took. So um, <laughs> I don't know which day it is. Um, it, it, was, it, was, it was like four days ago. Okay. So Placerville Police Department stopped with a vehicle go. that was parked at um, a fire station um, in Placerville. 
The vehicle was driven by an adult woman who was looking for medical help for an injured 18-year-old man inside the vehicle. The man in the vehicle had a gunshot injury and was pronounced deceased. Interviews were conducted and confirmed that this incident was related to a report of a gunshot and yelling on, um, I'm not going to give the street, a, a street in El Dorado, like a, a, a lane in El Dorado. Um, after a thorough investigation with detectives and CSI, it is believed that the man died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And here's where the story gets crazy. The woman, a transient in the area, had no connection with the man and had happened across his vehicle after the shooting had taken place. She then drove his vehicle in an attempt to locate help for him when she was contacted by Placerville PD. Uh, the man has been identified and his identity will be updated um, on this post of next of can notifications have been completed. But again, a person who no obligation to do anything, yeah. wanted to help and, and a transient woman um, just shows you that these people are still human. They still have hearts. They still have feelings. And I saw that too. This story and that inmate story gave me hope once again in a world right now. For America. So negative. That gave me hope. I'm sad that the kid committed suicide, but I'm looking at the other part of it where I'm like, there's hope there. Yeah. Somebody who has no relation to this person, not looking to get anything from it. And they go and say, I'm going to help this person or try and help this person. Right. And yeah, same, same thing as the inmate story. It's, it's good to see like you, you get a perspective because I mean, like you more than me, I mean, my County there, there's homeless people, but where you live, there's a lot. Yeah. And there's a lot more coming in. Um, yeah. I was telling you on my way home from work to, I live, um, uh, let's just say um, a block away from our wonderful governor and Not for long though. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And I'm, um, I'm going to be a block away from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's moving up into your neck of the woods. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if this has anything to do with it because I've noticed that there's been a sudden flow of homeless coming into my area and I, I I'm starting to see like little tent cities on once beautiful walking trails along the river now just flowing with tents and makeshift um, tarps and everything. And granted those people aren't all bad people. Like, like we just said, you know, some of them are are decent people on a hard time, but there's a lot of people that choose to live that way. Um, But this particular story right here, man, like no obligation, you know, she very well, no one heard she could have been greedy and I'm going to take his wallet. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that person, her parents raised her the right way. Yeah. And she, she might've fallen on hard times and that's, that's why she's homeless right now. But she, she was raised at some point to, you know what, if there's someone in need, you need to help them. Right. And at some point, those things that our parents told us way back when I remember my mom, she would always say this thing. And I say it to my kid all the time too. You may not understand why now, why I'm punishing you, but when you grow up, you will understand why and you'll thank me. Yeah. And you know, who's to say that that transient lady, um, you know, a couple of years before wasn't sitting there with a needle in her arm contemplating killing herself or yeah. um, standing on the edge of a cliff or a gun in her hand, or even, you know, wanting to tie a rope around her neck. And she saw that and realized, wow, that that 
could have been me. And she just felt that, um, you know, there's, I feel bad for, for her cause she had to witness that and be, and, and see it, the aftermath of it. But, uh, who knows that that could change her life right there. Yeah. So you could very well. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it will. And I, I hope, uh, that hope that story got out to some people up there in that area to where they could reach out to her and maybe, um, um, give her a, a like lend her a hand. I'm not sitting here saying like, Oh, just cause you do something good, you deserve the world and everything. But maybe like, um, a local church could be like, Hey, can we reach out to her and, you know, maybe offer her, you know, counseling if she needs it something. or, yeah. you know, um, just something, you know, cause I mean, we, I can't like, it, it takes, it takes a village to, to, to help people. Right. And, um, especially with our homeless, you know, and our, our, our homeless vets and then our, our police officers that are committing suicide and we just need to be there for them and, and just show them love and just be like, you know what, you're not alone. And this, and then I, I read a thing today that said like, um, as a local doctor said that, um, he's seen more suicides lately than COVID-19 cases. And that's breaking my heart right now. And I, I could totally see why, because again, turn on the TV. It's depressing. Walk outside. You see all the homes people. It's depressing. You know, it's just everywhere, but there is still hope out there. There's still people that are good in this world. You just have to listen for them. And that's why we're changing the tone of our show to point out the good things, the funny things to bring hope and life back into people. So they, you know, if you're feeling depressed and down, hopefully this will build you back up a little bit. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm really glad because like we decided to change the tone of the show like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And then this episode, we were going to record this and we had something planned and that ended up not working out because of (laughs) certain, certain issues that happened. And then I was like, Hey, we got some good stories here yeah. that we can talk about, you know, it, it was kind of, for, yeah. let's just, let's just say this real quick. The re- first reason why the show wasn't going to happen was we agreed on a movie. We did. <laughs> and if, and if you go back to the last episode, we were going to do minority report and sure. I'm like, all right, cool. So I watched it and I told Wilson, I, I go, uh, I, I, I watched the movie a couple nights ago. I was writing my notes and then I watch it in two sections. I watch half of one day and half of the other. And I message Wilson. I go, Hey, hopefully you wrote good notes because my notes completely got erased on my phone. He's all, Oh, I don't even have the movie. I thought I did. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I mean, and, and me, like my intention's horrible. So I got, I got, and I, I wrote down some good stuff. It was fire, dude. What I wrote was going to change people's lives and it's <laughs> gone. It's gone now. And And so I was just like, uh, well, what do we do? You know, so we're just trying to figure out what we're going to do. So we're kind of both at fault for that, you know, like, oh, crap. But it happens. Yeah. But then, but it, you know, with these stories, you know, though, like, we, like it's meant we've to be. talked about this for the last probably month. And and I've talked to you a lot about this. But, you know, what what happens is going to happen. You know, <laughs> there's there's a higher plan. It's a story of our lives right now. Yeah. It seems no, no joke. Like there's a higher plan that's going on and you might think you have everything figured out and then you don't. Yeah. And you just, you just have to go with it. And that's what we're doing today. Yeah. And it, it's so weird. Cause I mean, we're not going to go into specifics, but like, man, like we've, we've had like the, uh, 
the gauntlet of uh, things <laughs> happening in our lives lately. And it's like, we have. you know, and it has kind of been alternating between you and I. I'm like, oh, check it, this out. You're all cool. Awesome. Hey, check this out. You're all, yay. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. go back and forth. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, but with, with the, uh, we just wanted to cheers those three stories because, uh, you know, it, the good stories. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's still, yeah, it's it's a good thing that we we did this episode. Yeah, I think because, so too. You know, it was it was it was getting to the point where it's like, why why am I even like here? You know? Yeah. And then and then you get these good stories that come out that show you, you know what? There's there's still good people in the world. We want to highlight the good because right yeah. now everybody's highlighting the bad. And we're just like, you know, what? let's highlight the good, and um, as long as we can keep doing that and being positive. Uh, I think we got this. So, yeah. so Toby, the canine, the three inmates, I wish I knew your name, and that transient lady, we give you the WTH cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. Um, that's some good H2O. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and on that note, we were trying to figure out, well, what the heck was the main topic going to be tonight? And then, um, and then, I was going to start it. Well, we, we, you, you, you had an idea. Somewhat. Yeah. So, somewhat. Um, about like, we we're just going to talk about like, what was it? The things that we miss. Yes. The things that we miss right now due to the Rona, man. Yeah. Um, well, I can start with one. Um, just because um, it's the newest thing that's happened in my life. I miss real baseball. Um, even though it's back, it's not. It's it it is not, and you know the the one thing that's keeping me holding on to baseball is really that Aubrey Huff podcast. <laughs> me too. Like he he was interviewing David Wells, and they're talking about baseball. I'm like I just love hearing and it, about his that perfect game, and I'm like, oh, I'm reminiscing back to Matt Cain's perfect game, when and he called me and woke me up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, man, I I do miss baseball. Well, it's funny. I, I haven't watched a game. I haven't watched a game either. Well, um, my buddy, um, Mike, I mentioned his name. Um, it, his name rhymes with um, Mose. Um, and he lives up in the Portlandia area. He's safe, though. He's fine. Um, he, uh, he lent me his MLB account. So I've been listening to it. And it's really funny because the first game opening day, I think was last Thursday and the giants were playing the Dodgers. So I'm listening to, uh, you know, the announcers, it was, uh, Dave Fleming and, uh, Johnny Miller. And I was listening to him and it didn't seem right. Something was off. I'm like, why is it, you know, and you hear crowd noise and they say that they're, they're piping in crowd noise to make it seem like there's fans there, which is really awkward. I'm, I'm almost rather have it be quiet. But uh, the way that they normally announce is they'll sit there and they'll talk about what they're saying and then they'll, you know, let you know. But it, it sounded different and I couldn't figure out why. And then literally this was what Johnny Miller said. He goes, Max Muncy's up to the plate and he hits the ball. Well, we don't know where it went because the cameraman didn't follow the ball. Because they're literally, <laughs> they were in San Francisco watching the game that was being played in LA on a TV. So they were announcing what they're saying on TV. I'm like, Oh, that's it right there. And it's so funny because you can hear the crowd noise 
but then you could clearly hear the ball hit the mitt like wham like that and it's like the the noises are so much louder because you can't drown them out and then uh what was it uh yesterday or today i can't remember what day it was um the uh one of the umpires and, and the managers got into it and i saw a video of this and uh you could tell it's you know they get ejected so everyone's seen the umpire and the manager get it they're always yelling in their face you literally see the umpire get up rip off his mask and start walking over to the dugout the manager gets out of the dugout and they're putting on their masks they're about to put on their masks and everything and then all of a sudden um they're standing six feet away and yelling at each other i'm like this is baseball now it's it's just not the same it's not it's not and i'm i'm hoping because like what i live for is college football now you know i mean nfl kind of let me down but i still i still watch it you know but college football is my my passion right now even more than baseball and uh i'm i'm hoping that by the time college football comes around it's not the same as it is now. But yeah, I think it, it's gonna be. It, it's weird, and like the the stadiums. I know the Giants are doing this. Um, I think only season ticket holders, or you could do it, but you could buy like it's like I think a hundred bucks, and you get this cardboard cutout of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they zip tie it to a seat right there. The stallion and and uh, my dad talked about this yes they did and they want to put a trump cut out in the stands <laughs> I heard they, they mentioned that i was laughing when they said that um but here's the funny thing the dodgers one uh when it there's a camera that's kind of above home plate up in the um broadcast booth that that's usually the one that they catch the home run balls like the long ball so when i forgot who hit the ball but one of the dodgers hit a home run and then it was going and you see it more whoa, they, they have cardboard cutouts in the whole stadium? No, they did the same technology that they do like on MLB, you know, 2020, where it's, it's a it's fake crowd. CGI. It's CGI crowd. Like you have that one guy who has that one move. He's just constantly moving the same, you know? I'm like, <laughs> what is that? And then they cut to another camera with him rounding the bases and, the, and it's completely empty. I'm like, this is so distracting for me. Like, I'm constantly looking <laughs> in the background. Um. Now I don't I'm kind like of glad I haven't watched anything. I, I'd rather listen to it. Um, you know, with sometimes the commentary gets a little old because they they have to plug in like, oh yeah, we got you know so and so here with his you know you know social justice warrior stuff. You know, I'm like I, I don't even mention it. I don't even want to know if it's about yeah. Trump. Don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. I just want to watch. Want to watch baseball? Yeah, watch baseball. It's all I want to yeah. do. Um, you know because. You know, I, I just that that's a lot of people's escape right now is pro sports, and we we're inundated with all this stuff. But that's one thing that I'm missing is normal baseball, especially the River Cats, because I think by now you and I have, would have already gotten a couple of games. Yeah, for sure. I mean, their taxi league played the other day, but to no one. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm missing. What about you, my dude? Uh, let's see. I miss just being able to be like, oh, what's for dinner tonight? And then you're like, we don't have anything. Let's and, then have go. Your, and then have your wife make it. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but yes, she is good at making food. Yeah. Cookies. We, I know we, that for a fact. Yeah, cookies. We've 
we've proved that. Um, but I, I, I just miss going out and being like, oh, let's go to this place for dinner tonight. And then you got to think about, oh, they're in one of those zones where you you can't really go. I mean, I don't I don't want to sit outside when it's a hundred degrees, you know? Right. And that's all of Sacramento right now. Yeah. Get so, in my belly. Yeah, I'm I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now too. But yeah. you no, know, no, and it's funny because I've seen a lot of these places, they've uh like Thin Line. Um, they're like, you know what? There's another regulation, but whatever it takes, Lord Newsom, I guess we'll have to do it. Right. And so then they'll, they'll, they'll move the seats outside and they'll do that. And I think it's awesome that the, that the restaurants and the, everybody's like, you know what, we're going to keep it going. We're not going to, we're not going to go out of business because of this, you know, numbskull down the street. And, and you know, like I saw Denny's down the street from me, they have a huge tent and they just corded off part of the parking lot and we're going to eat outside. Uh, my wife and I on Saturday, um, I called this place um, over by my house. My wife and I, we love Indian food. And so I called them and which is always, <laughs> it's always like a, um, I, I feel like I'm playing Russian roulette whenever I call like a Chinese place or an Indian place. Cause I'm like, man, am I going to understand them when they answer the phone? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'd rather, can I just text you? Cause you know, I could read text. Um, but the guy answers and he was hard to hear. Uh, or hard to understand. And I said, yeah, you guys offering, um, you know, like seating outside, you know, to eat. And then he's like, yeah, we'll make one for you. I'm like, huh? Like make one for me. <laughs> like, like I don't need to go to that trouble. And I think he was taken back. Cause I think that he want, most people are doing takeout, but sometimes I just like to be waited on, you know, and especially if you're out and about doing errands and you're hungry, you want to eat now, but you don't want fast food. So there's this place over by us and this Indian food place. And, and so I get there, I'm like, man, this place is really nice. And then um, we're the only ones there, which is not a scary thing because that place is normally packed. Um, and we get in there and we're like, yeah, we get to sit outside. He goes, oh yeah, I go out there by the, by the fountain. So we're by a fountain and misters and it was, and they actually already had an outside dining area, but they didn't have to make one. Dude was nice. I'm like, man, just, little things that I miss so much like man I just miss being able to you know hey surprise let's, let's go to Black Angus let's go get a steak you know yeah. I guess you, it's one of those things that you don't know what you have until it's gone yeah and you know that's one thing that this thing has showed me a lot is I've taken a lot of things for granted um but I, oh, man I miss food yeah because sometimes we're lazy right definitely so um what else do yeah. i got i don't know what do you uh, have um well i mean we're not going in any order by the way but dude i miss church um yeah miss, that's a big thing controversy I, right yeah, now i i miss uh going and just seeing because i think of church as like a like a gas station you know that's where i go on sunday to get filled up to to get me through the week Cause the real stuff doesn't happen in church. It happens outside the church. You know, when I'm, when I'm talking to people, you know, or when I have one of my um, middle school kids, you know, send me a text or want to call me and they're, they're having an issue and I'm able to, you know, walk them through a process, you know, that's when that stuff is happening. The real, you know, stuff is working. 
not on Sunday, but Sunday's where I go to fill me up so I can fight those battles. Yeah. And granted we have, we, we have, um, you know, online zoom church or it's on YouTube live and that's cool. I, I'm thank God for technology that we have that ability, but there is something that's missing with the connection of seeing the person and talking to them and, you know, just, you know, fist bumping and just being within community that that's missing for me. Um, and I, 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 dude, I, I freaking hate not being able to go to church on Sundays. You know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, that brings up like you and I, we used to go to like, what was it called? Winterfest? Winter Jam. Winter Jam. Win- Winter Jam. And, and the uh, Rock and Worship Roadshow. Yes. Both those. And it's like, you can watch those because you have videos of what we went to. Uh-huh. Like we were there you took the video and it, it like i i see it and i'm like oh yeah that's cool but i remember being there and i'm like man being there with all those people in one place and doing the same thing with them like it it's much more powerful right and you know it's funny i i find myself watching uh movies or tv shows or i mean lately i've been watching like concerts you know funny that you bring that up on youtube and i see like like festivals of just like thousands of people and i'm sitting there thinking like wow this seems so weird that thousands of people are just like in a room together yeah like no one's wearing a mask you know it's just it's so it's so weird to me um and i'm like man I, i miss that um you know back back in the day when i was in high school and i'd go see slipknot i'd be at a concert there's times I went to concerts by myself. I didn't have any friends that went with me, but I never left there without making new friends. And, you know, you know, me and like a bunch of dudes were like, Oh yeah, man, we're going to be here at the, you know, the mud vein concert. Like, you know, in three months you should come out. Well, dude, give me your number, dude. We'll meet up, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll go eat. And we'll, we'll, we'll hang out in the pit together, you know, and you know, ladies as well. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, I miss that. Like I said, it goes back to community. Like, like when you see like all those people um, and even like you, you could have like when you and I went, we saw Jeremy camp, you see yeah. thousands of people worshiping. That's, that's amazing. That's so powerful. But then you see a, the same thousand people, a couple sets before jumping up and down and laughing to family force five. Yeah. And then you see the same group of people like dancing to Lecrae. I'm like, these are the same. I mean, these Brett are the same Walker pe- band. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, and you, you see these people, a lot of them, you know, are, are like older people, like, like, you know, like, you know, older than me, like, you know, in their fifties to like eighties dancing and singing to the same music. You could go from regular contemporary to, um, you know, uh, like Mandisa, and then also you get like Hawk Nelson, Jeremy Camp, then you have Newsboys, and then Lecrae, who's rap, and the same people are all there singing the same songs. And yeah. I'm like, man, I miss that. That that's that's probably my biggest one that's been hardest for me is is church and you know just being able to like hang out the with community. Yeah. The community part of church. Yeah. What about I mean, you? I'm that's that's really all I've got. I mean, the community thing can can span multiple things, you know, just being able to go out and not worry about like, oh, do I have my mask with me? Right. 
I mean, that's that's the big thing. Not so much in our county, but if we go anywhere else. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, and, it, it's, and it's tough, man. And, and, and I think, and, and here's the funny thing, is those things are hard for me as an adult. But as an adult who has a job, I am able to leave the house every day, go to work. I still have a little bit of community. It's not the community that I, I necessarily want, you know, cause it's work. It's I'm, I'm work going to places and doing work. Um, but the people that it's hardest for are the kids. And yeah. that's where it's really bothering me because I'm seeing and hearing stories of kids just falling apart um, because of this whole thing. And it's easy for me on the outside being like, Oh yeah, just, it'll be, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But our kids are getting the bad end of this and shutting Do down you, our economy is not going to solve it. Yeah. Do you, you know? remember when you were a kid, you were like, Oh, I can't wait till summer. We have oh. this huge break. Right. And it felt like forever. Yeah. And, and nowadays it's like, Oh, it's only two months, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but, but when you were a kid, you were like, "Oh, it's huge break, and you have forever yeah. to do whatever you want." Right. And, but that's that's how our kids feel. I mean, like you have forever to do nothing now. Basically. Right. Well, my daughter, um, you know, we we're not one of those people that we're not anti-maskers. You know, when we go out, we wear a mask. We don't complain. Um. But, uh, you know, we also understand that mental health um, is very important. And, you know, as long as her friends and, you know, are cool with it, we're going to let her hang out with friends, you know, because mental health is important. So she went to Tahoe last weekend um, and and she had a great time. She sent me pictures of her at the lake, taking pictures and went on a hike. Yeah. I was so happy. I was so grateful that she was able to go do that um, because, you know, for me, when I come home from work on the weekend, I just want to stay home. Yeah. Um, so I, I was very happy for that. And, and these kids, they need that community. And, uh, and, and in the get granted churches try, they're trying so hard right now, uh, to make things happen. Even schools are trying so hard to make things happen, but zoom calls don't cut it. I mean, what's the one thing that we always complained about with our kids and cell phones? We're like, when are you going to learn how to have a real conversation with someone yeah, in person? Exactly. And now we're like forcing them to have this conversation through a computer. So could you imagine what the first day of school is going to be like? It's going to be so awkward. They're yeah. going to be talking like in emojis or phonetically like LOL, <laughs> ROFL, TTYL. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're going to, um, they're not going to know how to talk to each other. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's disheartening. And I think our government officials, at least the ones here in California are, um, you know, they can afford to still have their kids, uh, have their special tutors and they can still take their kids on their trips. But what about everybody else that can't, you know, and they can't do that. But, um, I mean, like kids, they need this this interaction. What what do you think it's going to look like ten years from now? When when hopefully this is all over, but people are used to being this socially distant 
Like, yeah. I'm going to talk to you over over a computer or over the phone or over text. I mean, it's it's not good. You know who Mike Rowe is? Yeah. Dirty Mike, Jobs. Mike Rowe is amazing. He is a good dude. And he started like filming his next episodes or his next shows. And he posted something on Facebook that said something like, Oh, just got done filming and so-and-so. And let's just call her Karen said, <laughs> uh, you know, do you think that's really okay for you to be filming that during the middle of a pandemic? And he, Mike Rowe is a gentleman and, and he is um, like, I, I, I hope the youth today can look up to micro as like who to model their life after. Like, like he's a good guy. And he, he came back with the most like um, profound. I wish I had it verbatim profound and just adult like, and just, you know, awesome response to her where I would have just responded like, you know, it's like, Oh, F you, but he came back and said, you know what? You're, you're right. You know, it, it is, you know, not irresponsible, but you know, in a roundabout way, he basically said, you know, I, I'm, I, chances are, you know, I'll get COVID, you know, and, and chances are I'll probably get sick, but there's also a higher chance that I'll recover yep. and I'll be fine. And I'm not going to live my life um, scared and I'm not going to um, just let life just pass me by. So basically you do you. Yeah. Um, and that's the way I feel about it. I will respect everybody's wishes. Um, if, if you want to talk and you want to fist bump, awesome. I'll fist bump you. If you want to talk since six feet apart, awesome. If you want to talk, you want to give me a hug. Awesome. I'll give you a hug. I'll still wear my mask in front of you. I'll still be re respectful. And this goes back to that deputy. I will be respectful of you despite your, whichever direction you choose to, uh, float this COVID era. And just, you know, I want, I'm an anti-masker. Okay, cool. You're wearing a mask. You don't, you don't want to wear a mask. That's fine. That's on you. That's not my decision for you to make. Uh, I choose to wear one, one, cause I work and I don't know because I, I have, I know people that, um, you know, even in my family that are very, very susceptible, um, that have, um, you know, breathing issues. And I don't know what the person next to me has going on in their life. So, you know, it's to protect you, not me is why I wear a mask. So, you know, th those are the things that, um, those are the things that like I, I look at. And then when Mike Rose said, you know, I'm going to go ahead and live my life. I think that's what we should all do is just live our own lives, but still be respectful of those around us. And I think we'll get along. Don't shame people for the way that they want to live their life. If they choose to go this way, let them. That's awesome. That's their choice. Um, we can't be nannying everybody, um, you know, and especially when it comes to schooling. If you choose to homeschool your kid through this thing because you don't want them to go back to a school because the school's making them wear masks all day or they're putting up shields, that's their choice as parents. Let them do it. Don't shame them. If you want to send your kids back to school, that's their choice as well. Let them do it. And I just... I, I miss a lot of the normalcy, but I do know that I don't like that term, the new normal, but I think um, 
we need to understand that the only thing that's new about this is I th that I think we're going to have to start understanding other people's opinions and views aren't the same as ours and being able to accept that. Um, and I think that's going to be the hardest part of this whole thing is right now it seems like, Oh, if you don't think the same way that I think, then you're wrong and I'm right. And we're not going to convince each other. So I think we really need to, as people just understand that our views of handling things are different and we can't be shaming each other based off of our views or the way we decide to go through life because my mental issues are different than yours and we can't be shaming anybody about that. And then Wilson, Oh man, <laughs> dude, I literally, literally just finished. I ran with that the entire time and you're out of the room. And then right when I stopped, <laughs> you got back, dude, you changed the world, right? Dude, it was, I was spitting fire, dude. People don't understand that little rant I did. Wilson wasn't even in the room for. And I was like, just trying to. I was here in spirit. I was trying to elongate that as long as I could. And I was like, oh, I'm done. I got to stop. I stopped literally I'm trying to help right, you from editing everything. <laughs> right when I. Wait, I'm editing this one? No, I thought that was what you said. Right when I was done, I see your shoulder coming. I'm like, oh, dude, I yep. could just, I could have added is. a few more ums and uh in yeah. there. I mean, so yeah, but you'll have to hear what I said. I will. Yeah, because you have no idea what I said. I, I added a few more of uh, your your um, awesome. Then, uh, uh, no, I added a few more of these in there. It's <laughs> like I was gay when you punched me. Yeah, I added. Oh, good, I added, great. I added, I added a few of those, and yeah. You know, after you got punched, you know, this was your response. That will make you get the wood. So, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. That's the power of me editing, is <laughs> I can now pull those. Um, I'm and sorry. I you do have some of me, but you might I not um, find them. Yeah. So, but I think that's all we have today. Um, it is. I think you and I both agreed that uh, we're going to do one giveaway yes we are oh i forgot about this yes this is a this is a good one this is a good one i had no idea this happened so in the raiders <laughs> of the lost ark episode we did there is a very big error there is very big um so big that i didn't even catch it yeah until a couple nights ago if you could email us what that air is or or put it on we'll we'll make a, a we'll do an instagram thing on it yes we will and if the first person that we get that says what the air is you'll win a prize and i'm not sure what the prizes are because i haven't been up to the studio oh it's a good one um but it's it's pretty funny yeah um but it, it's a pretty big air what we messed up on there's something we messed up on um, and that's all the hints you're going to get. And we, we could run this out to a year. If someone a year from now says, Oh, that's what it was. Then you're going to get yourself a yep. prize. Yep. Uh, we have, like, we have lots of prizes. To yeah, we do. Yeah. So, I don't know what we're going to combine them with. Cause that's what we were talking about last episode, but I know we have what was koozies. We have some shirts, a lot of shirts, um, yep. stickers. Yep. Um, good stuff. We have all good stuff, but, uh, so keep your eyes out for that. We'll post that to the gram. Maybe I'll whip something up on that um, sometime this week. But um, what movie can you review next week, Wilson? Let's <laughs> start there. Oh, I don't know. 
I, w- I want to go with with one of mine. What is? Oh, okay. It has to be a place where I could find it because you have some really obscure movies. Uh, can you find La Valentula or something like that? Um, I'll look for it. Okay. If, 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 oh man, if I could do La Valentula, that'll be the next episode. Yeah. I swear yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I swear I've seen it like on one of my apps or maybe even on, um, uh, what is that other app I use? Uh, HBO Max or something like that. I, it's somewhere. Yeah. You got to find, find it. it. Yeah. If not, we'll have a whole different movie. But hey, yeah. the review of Minority Report was fire, though, dude. Like, I had some good <laughs> stuff, man. I'm Life you. changing. Yeah. You know what's funny about that movie is I even asked my wife, because that's one of her favorite movies, and she watched it with me. And I go, wait, are you telling me this right here? She goes, yeah, that's like the premise. I'm like, I don't get half these things because I'm not paying as much attention. But now that I'm writing them down, I, I'm, I'm getting them. Unfortunately, yeah. my notes section in my, my phone like disappeared disappeared so i gotta go old school and start writing things down like i do yeah okay but your paper was the size of my phone <laughs> okay granted my notes were in my phone so they're technically the same size yeah but it was like same five, size i had to like scroll like five times to get to it so me too i had to flip the page once <laughs> that, that's what i write my notes on at work i write i abbreviate things at work people Go, what does this mean? What what is what does GFMS mean? Well, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, it means gluten free multi serve. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Who doesn't know that? I mean, right? Yeah. Um, that's like me when I worked at Frito. Um, I would write SCO, um, which was sour cream and onion, SCS or CSC, cheddar sour cream. You know, I love those. Yeah. Those give me like this hurt my inside of my mouth a little bit. I've, I've got nothing. <sighs> I've got nothing. So I uh, wanted to thank MSR Arms um, yes. for the support. Um, All the support and good luck to him in the future too. He's, he's making some changes and it's going to be good. All good things. He's yeah. not going away, folks. Not. Definitely not. Definitely not going away. Show him all the support you can. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's making WTH some changes. Five. Yeah. For the 5% off your entire purchase. And yeah. by the way, that's usually in the show notes too. So if you can't remember, just check the show notes. We put it in there um, every show. Yeah. And um, Thin Line Brewing, I'm really going to try to get out there this Friday. Um, you should. 80s. I would if I could. But, I have but you to can't, work. so you won't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, it would be weird if I go there and I don't have a team. Doesn't matter. You will, you will ruin this trivia. Trust me. Dude, what if what if everyone has teams and I just show up and I'm the real WTH team? Yeah. And they're like, what team is that? Well, don't worry about it. Don't and worry. And just mic drop. They're either going to see me as being a guy that has no life and knows way too much, which is probably more of the truth. Yeah. Um, And then, and then no one's going to be like, oh my gosh, you're so smart. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like, sign my shirt. You yeah. know, they're not going to care. Someday we'll, we'll get asked for autographs. I, 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 I've done it. Not for us, but it'll be for us in bands before. Yeah. I remember the first time I was playing the show, someone asked me for my autograph and this is, this is true story right here. I might've said this one. Uh, I was playing this show with my band and uh, I threw a drumstick out to the crowd cause I broke it and the kid caught it after the show. He's like, can you sign him? Well, sure thing, little man, you know? <laughs> and then one first thing, signing a drumstick, extremely hard to do. Um, <laughs> I, I would rather you know, like I think I have one. I think you do too. 
I'd do. rather be I'd rather be a singer and just like sign a shirt or something, you know, because you know, I, drumsticks are hard to sign. And so I wrote him, well, "What's your name, little man?" He's like, "Braden," or whatever. I don't know his name, but I wrote Braden. And then for me, like, I learned really quick to just sign your name. Don't yeah. write like phrases, especially if you're signing a stick. So I wrote something that I don't even know what it meant. I wrote Braden. Uh, stay true, Tommy. Yeah, that's deep. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> stay true. Stay true. I'm like, and my brother-in-law, Daniel, always makes fun of me that. He, I'll be like, hey, hey, Daniel, have a good one. He goes, hey, man. I go, what? He goes, stay true. I'm like, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> it's embarrassing. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Thin Line Brewing, um, show them some love. Um, order some merch from them. Yep. I want to get a hat um, from them. I'm, I'm, I have, I'm almost up to stallion. No, yeah, you know, he has a, I have a ways to go to get beat. Yeah, I have maybe 20 hats and I, I've oh, seen his he's, collection. He's, he's, a, he's in the seventies. I think. Yeah. He's close to that. Yeah. You know, maybe these, these hats right here, if, uh, if the giants keep doing what they're doing, these things might, spontaneously catch disappear fire somehow i don't know i don't know might need to choose a new team i don't know but it's not gonna be the dodgers that's all i know yeah might, might be like one of those like really weird teams like the mississippi mud flaps you know those triple a teams yeah whatever. reno aces hey reno reno's not a bad team they have a pretty not, cool stadium i went and saw yeah. a reno game yeah um but yeah if you want to uh you know contact us 916-259-3030 you can suggest anything you want us to cover movie food uh, music um, topic poet um, artist favorite flower you know we could discuss flowers Um, and then uh, you know we can email us at the real wth show at gmail.com find us on every social media outlet at the real wth show and since our last show we now have a the real WTH show letterboxed. What is that? Remember? That was the movie review site. It's like untapped oh, okay. for movies. Yes. So yes. if you have letterbox, which is letterbox and then D, just like untapped, there's no E E D at the end, it's just D. And that's where we'll just post all of our movie reviews and, and everything on there. And that's at the real WTH show. Um, and that's all I got, man. Um, that food smell is slowly going away. Uh oh. Either that or I'm getting used to it and I'm really hungry. Time to go. Yeah. So yeah. but until then, uh later's on the Minjay. I will talk to you then or I will talk to you another time. Jobin. Stay true. Stop it! Yes.